Helping Houstonians live their best foodie lives. It's time for I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry. Hey guys, what's going on? It's your girls, Jesse and Danielle, back with another episode of I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry. And we're feeling good this week, Danielle. It is a good week. I know. I'm excited. The weather was nicer this week. Oh, my gosh. It was so nice the past few days. And it's getting closer to Christmas. Have you finished your Christmas shopping? I have finished everything. I just need to wrap stuff. You finished your Christmas shopping? Yes. But I also, like, don't really have that many people to shop for, so. They're saying on average, like, you have six people to shop for. And I think that's low. Either that or I need to start making some cuts in my life. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't make the list this year. I only have enough for six. (laughs) Where did you do most of your shopping, online or in stores? Um, I did it online, but I shopped small on Etsy. Love Etsy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I really, uh, you know, Amazon, it's so tempting, right? But to me, it's big corporations. Yeah. Shopping from Target online and stuff like that is just, it's big business. And I really wanted to stay away from that. Yeah. So I, I liked the idea of shopping on Etsy and shopping small businesses. I love following those small businesses on TikTok, too, because they get so excited when people place orders. Oh, for sure. I mean, these are people that are, like, really trying to make, you know, either that's their full-time job or it's, right. like, their side hustle. So I'm like, go, girl. You go. You get your money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got my, my little niece a swing, but it's, Ooh. I mean, it's like a handmade little swing. So, you know. That's so cute. Oh, Shopping yeah. for kids is, like, my favorite thing in the entire world. Sarah Pepper, who I do the morning show with on Mix 96.5, her daughter Parker is less than two years old. And there's really no, like, fun, fun gifts for less than two-year-olds because I'm like, we need to get her a kitchen. We need to get her the Barbie Jeep. And she's, like, not old enough for all that stuff right, yet. Right, right. So I'm telling Sarah, I'm like, oh, I can't wait till she's, like, three. That's like, how I feel three. about, like, my niece. I mean, she's only 10 months old, but I'm like, I cannot wait until she's, like, four years old. And she's like, Santa, like, right? I just, I mean, I want to experience it through her eyes when yes. she's a little bit older. Yeah. The magic of it. Yes. And just buying the presents, too. It's like, okay, this is for you. But I'm definitely going to play with it. Like, even there was a princess, like, makeup vanity kit that came with all the fake makeup and hairbrushes. I'm like, oh, my God. Add to cart. We're getting it. (laughs) She (laughs) She needs it. Play with it. Yeah. She needs it. So, anyways, when you have kids around Christmas time, it's a lot of fun. And I'm definitely guilty of shopping at Target. Because I can't stop myself. And they opened that new Target. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In Upper Kirby. Like, mm-hmm. it's amazing. And it's clean. And everyone's nice in there. Every time I walk in, they greet me. I'm like, hey, Robert, uh, how are you? Uh, Robert, good to see you again. But there's been so many pop-up stores around Houston for local businesses. Like, Levy Park just had a holiday market where they had little tents outside. Mm-hmm. And there was all these just local vendors of people that made their own, like, honey sewing kits like jewelry it was beautiful beautiful stuff so i like doing that stuff because when people get those gifts they wonder like where did you get that from you didn't get that from target well it's like that personal touch you know like yes you can go to target and buy you know a toy from legos but i'm sure hundred thousand other kids have that lego set right right but it's that special detail if you're going and shopping local and shopping small yeah somebody else might not have that something else i love about Christmas time and something that I think people forget about giving gifts, and I think, Danielle, you will definitely agree with this, is that it's not always sometimes about the gift, but you can also give experiences. Oh, for sure. Like food. Like take me to a nice restaurant. Take me on a nice date, and I would love doing something like that for Christmas. Definitely. And that's such a good point. You don't have in your head like what you should get for somebody. 
getting a gift card to a restaurant and having that experience with somebody, right? that's a great idea because restaurants, since restaurants are hurting so badly right now, mm-hmm. that is a great, great idea to get a gift card, have that experience because those are memories, you know? And even just planning like a little fun date night to do, taking pictures, like that's something you'll always remember. And Danielle is here to help you out with that. Miss Hangry Houstonian, you have some date night recommendations for us today. I do. I have three fun new spots. Okay, what's the first one? First spot is Camaretta. Okay, I've never heard of this place before. It's off of Westheimer. And the second spot I'm going to talk about is Polly's. And they're actually next to each other. Okay, are they connected? They are not necessarily connected, but they're owned by the same people. And Camaretta is, it's like a lounge Mm -hmm. restaurant type vibe. So when you walk in, they have like these little booths with actually like a little pillow that, you know, you can support yourself. It is a great date night spot. I actually had the conversation with somebody yesterday about Camaretta and Polly's that they have great Italian food. This guy that I was talking to, he was like, he's from New York. Yeah. And he was telling me that it was some of the best Italian food that he's had. And like, this is somebody from New York. So like, you know, you know, you know. No good Italian food if you're from New York. Okay? Yeah. If you're a Yankee, you know Italian food. So it got the seal of approval from a Yankee. There's a romantic feel to Camaretta. They have charcuterie boards, which is a great thing to share on a date night. Oh. I mean, it's so easy to yes. like order a bottle of wine and just eat cheese and talk about life. Like that is a great date to me. I don't even want to get an entree. I don't care. I, I want to split the meat and cheese board. God, I loved. What is it about the charcuterie boards? Because I don't remember this being a thing for either of us until... 2020 and now i'm like meat and cheese right it's all over the place it's like avocados it had like you know a makeover okay (laughs) so true (laughs) right like brussels sprouts had it like three years ago avocados coming or avocado cauliflower cauliflower exactly uh buffalo chicken but like cauliflower poppers right everybody's everybody's with it so Camaretta, they also have rosé jello shots. Can you imagine being on a date and being like, hey, uh, do you think we should order some rosé jello shots? I'd be like, okay, and we can walk down the aisle afterwards. Because How have I not heard of this place before? This place is so, so great, and I can't recommend it enough. And then Polly's next door, they just have such a cool atmosphere yeah. and vibe to it. Polly's, they have like an exposed brick vibe to it. So when you walk in, it has like a really cool atmosphere. It's really spacious. They have a happy hour from 12 to 4 o'clock. So, oh. I mean, it's kind of a different type, you know, time no, that's happy time. hour. Right. It's a good happy hour time. And then on Tuesdays, wine is half off. God, I love days that have half off wines. That Those are like my favorite days to go out. And that's really like... For those of us who are working from home, that's peak happy hour time, right? Just bring your computer to Paul and then like move your mouse every once in a while so it looks like you're working. Right. (laughs) Tuesdays, half off. It's perfect. And then they have great food. So they have paninis, they have pastas, they have soups, sandwiches, and also they have caviar. Like, okay, fancy. Oh, fancy. fancy now. We see you. So Polly's is going to be kind of more of the restaurant type vibe. And then Camaretta is like more of like the loungy. Right. You can like get a bottle of wine, a charcuterie board, some like lighter bites and stuff. So both really cool atmospheres. I would say, you know, maybe plan on just hopping from both since they're next to each other. I mean, you could do like apps at one. Exactly. Because it's cool that they're both next to each other, but they have such different feels of like lounge but then entrees on the other side like if you're looking for heavier food right and this is Polly's is where you said is like the good good Italian yes yes very exciting very excited to try this
And then also they have, if you're looking for a box menu, I had some questions the other day in my DMs about box menus. What is that? A box menu is just like a prepackaged like lunch. Oh, so if you're okay, having yeah. a meeting and you have 10 people to feed, they have a whole menu of box lunches. They're $15 per lunch. And if mm-hmm. you give them like a 24-hour notice... Thought that was a pretty interesting thing to do with Polly's. Yeah. yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, I don't want to cook. That's why I'm eating. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> Especially like lunch things. <laughs> exactly. All right, what's our third and final spot, spot this week? Third spot is an awesome bar restaurant called Crew. Crew is a really great place to like get a good meal and then also have a wine flight. They have great wine flights there. So if you're into wine, this is also, I mean, these three spots. This week are like for my winos out there. So yeah. like whoever's listening that's a wino, write these three spots down because you will not go wrong. I love the fact that crew does these wine flights because I mean, who doesn't love to try different wines out, right? So they have a European red flight. Oh my gosh, Ooh. this like speaks to my soul. Have you tried European wines? Uh usually when you know when you go to Specs and they have like the different sections where you'd be like, Italy, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I'll go through those and try them. But I don't think I've tried European ones yet. I mean, it's so fun to try new ones, but like, especially when they're like, hey, these are three really good ones. You'll like right. them, you know? Well, I always get nervous when I go to restaurants and I order a wine that I don't know because if you don't like it, because you don't want to like be that person that's like, I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Like you it. always want to finish it. And then I feel stressed that I'm like tied into this one wine that I don't even like and I never because you know they give it to you to test first right. I can I do not have I know Remember I don't that have time that we went and got the burger yeah and I and was you like had uh, to send it back. she doesn't like it take I can't. it back I feel too guilty so even if I hated it, I'd be like yeah it's fine so wine flights are my jam because if you don't like one of them like you have a one in three one in four shot you gotta, yeah <laughs> exactly. it's not like one of them <laughs> At Crew, they also have a ton of great food. Some of my favorites are their lobster dumplings. Oh, okay. Yum. I am obsessed with dumplings to begin with. And then also they have these goat cheese beignets. Ooh. Can you just like imagine like goat cheese, like little Mm. poppers. My mouth is watering. That balance of like that saltiness and like the crunchiness of the beignet. Yeah. So good. So this is a great date night spot. Has an amazing ambiance. They have a great patio as well with the heat lamps outside. Perfect. So, you know, winter time. I mean, obviously, like with 60 degrees here in Houston, we all have like <laughs> massive coats on and stuff. But they have the heaters outside. So you, you'll be nice and toasty. Now, with Christmas approaching really, really fast and a lot of us maybe not having the opportunities to go home and be able to celebrate with our families. We know that cooking at home for the first time a Christmas dinner is just too stressful to figure out, which is why we have three restaurants for you to check out that are going to be open on Christmas Day for you to enjoy coming up after the break. From date night to must-try restaurants, it's a show all about Houston food and nightlife. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. This year's Christmas is probably going to look a little bit different for a lot of people because not everyone's celebrating with their families this year, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going home to Louisiana this year for Christmas, which yeah. will be my first time ever not spending Christmas with my family back in Louisiana, which is crazy to think about. And I haven't been home since then. I mean, it's so weird. Like Thanksgiving was weird. Easter was weird. Everything's just been weird. And it's really, really sad. But I think what this meant for Thanksgiving and then in turn means for Christmas is that either a lot of people are going to be trying to figure out how to cook for the very first time or we're saying screw it and going to restaurants. Right. Because there is no way, no way I was going to learn how to cook a turkey this year. Are you kidding me? Cooking a turkey is hard. Okay. That's like intense work. 
It disgusts me every time I see videos on Facebook of people having to, like, stick their hand in the bird and take it out. And I feel like that's such a mom thing that, like, one day when you're a mom, you're all of a sudden okay with sticking your hand inside of a dead turkey. That's, like, to get, like, the giblets out and stuff. There's turkeys that don't come with that kind of stuff. So, like, not all the turkeys come with it. Why does it feel like every turkey, though... Some mom is elbow deep in a turkey. Also, unpopular opinion, turkey's overrated. So overrated. I want the Christmas ham. I want ham. Really? Ham? Okay, I'm all about the sides. I don't even need the protein. I'm like, give me sweet potato casserole. Yeah. So we, whatever we're, we're eating for Thanksgiving, that's our also our menu for Christmas as well. It's like oh. our family's like famous dishes. Oh, yeah. It's but we eat it twice a year, Thanksgiving. In Christmas. You Christmas Day. Times. Christmas Day, not Christmas Eve. Oh, we're a Christmas Eve family. So we're a Christmas Eve family. Like, we have a big celebration. I actually dress up as Santa Claus. Stop it. I Tell me do. there's pics. I Picture do. didn't happen. I, I will send you the picture. I'm so, so excited. Family tradition, I am one of 26 first cousins, okay? I have a huge Catholic family. Yeah. Just mass produced, like, just like rabbits. So, um, <laughs> I am the youngest. My aunt, Drain, we call her Dodie. Dodie dressed up as Santa Claus for 50 plus years, okay? Yeah. And she handed down the tradition to me, I think, two or three years ago. I think oh. two years ago. And so now I have taken over the role as Santa Claus in the family. And so now since I'm the youngest out of the 26 first cousins, all of my older cousins have younger kids. And so now, I mean, they're all these babies and little kids and stuff. This is so fun because now, number one, you're the perfect person to do it because you're (laughs) so like bubbly and goofy and like the perfect Santa Claus. But you're going to be Santa in your family for probably the next 30, right? 40 years before you pass it down exactly to one of your cousins. It's going to be crazy. It's so much fun. So we do that Christmas Eve and yeah. then Christmas Day. We have a big meal and everyone comes over and just like spends time together. But Christmas Eve, we open up gifts for the family and for all like How the little kids fun. and yeah. stuff. So it's a Christmas Eve and a Christmas Day. We just can't get enough of each other. So. That is so fun. Yeah. See, we do a different. There's one word I have to describe Thanksgiving dinner and it's just brown. Like everything on the plate is just <laughs> really? like well, like turkey, mashed potatoes, bread. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like even mac and cheese is just kind of like. Uh-huh. Yellow, I guess. Everything just looks brown, but then on Christmas it's like ham, deviled eggs, my mom makes lasagna. Yum. Rolls. I mean, it is quite honestly my favorite sauerkraut and kielbasa, my favorite day of the entire year. Sauerkraut and kielbasa? Yeah, like a sausage. It's like I've a never Polish. So Yum. So good. I'll bring you some. I was, I was about to say, can I like get in on this? I will bring you some. Thanks, my mom thanks, makes thanks. it and it is so amazing. But <laughs> we do Christmas Eve with you know, all of our cousins and aunts and uncles, and it's so much fun. And then Christmas Day is like what we spend with the grandparents. So we just spend a lot of time talking about medical issues <laughs> and Aches new and meditation. Pains. Yeah, what hurts. <laughs> so Christmas Eve for me is where it's at. So I know a lot of us, whether you do Christmas Eve or Christmas Day this year, it's a bummer. It's a kind of a letdown that not all of us are going to be able to celebrate with our families. And if you're cooking, like props to you for trying to figure it out because I don't know. I don't think I could do it. I would be the one that goes to a restaurant instead. As a matter of fact, before I moved to Houston and my boyfriend Tyler was living in Houston, I surprised him on Christmas Day. Aww. It was really cute. He didn't know I was coming. And I, I wish I had a video oh, of it. so cute. But I took like the Uber driver was like, you go to your boyfriend's house. I'm like, yeah, I'm surprising him. He's like, he doesn't know you're coming. He's like, what if he's like 
with another girl or so. Oh, I was like, whatever. <laughs> oh, you don't know Tyler then. Right? <laughs> so he didn't know that I was coming, so there was no plan or anything. And we ended up spending Christmas Day dinner at IHOP. And I ate a cheeseburger, two pancakes, and a piece of bacon. That is so funny. But you will never forget that Christmas. No, never. And every time I drive past the IHOP, which is next to the Hooters, which is where I really wish we would have rent for Christmas, <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, Christmas. But while I enjoyed every minute of the pancakes and burger, I know that there have to be more options. But we, honest to God, could not find anything that was open on Christmas Day to eat besides IHOP. That is so funny. But you will never forget it. No, and I won't. But. There are places that are open, right? We just didn't know. Yes. And so I have three places today that are good options if you're looking for somewhere to go on Christmas Day. Okay. So Christmas Day, obviously IHOP is open. I'm telling you, the pancakes really hit the spot (laughs) and the burger. But these are maybe a little bit nicer restaurants that you can go to if you want to go out with maybe a friend or family because you don't get to, you know, go home for Christmas and you don't want to cook. Here's what's open. So pinstripes. Have you heard of pinstripes before? Right by my apartment. Okay. So pinstripes, bowling. How fun. Christmas Day, you have the family together, and let's go bowling. I love this Like, it's something to get together with your family, and it's an activity to do. Yeah. So much fun. They are offering a special holiday menu right now for dine-in options, but it features a braised short rib, yum, with a freshly baked apple pie. And that's going to be available not only on Christmas Day, but it's going to be available through January 3rd. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought that's really cool that you can go bowling and also have a decent meal in combination with that. That's something so fun to do on Christmas. And I think, because we've been to Pinterest before, you have to make a reservation. I'm sure it's not going to be super busy on Christmas Day. Yeah, I would make a reservation for sure. Yeah. Yeah, just to reserve a lane because you never know, especially like with COVID and stuff. You just want to make sure that you have your own space. But I thought that was such a fun fun option to do with the fam. Yeah. Okay, what else is open? Second spot for my Katie people or people that want to venture out to Katie, Rainforest Cafe. Yes, uh, dude. I was going to drive to Rainforest Cafe the other day just for fun. I haven't been since I was a kid. It has been a hot minute since I've been out there. Right? But don't you remember it being so like their menu is like things that I love. They're like dino chicken nuggets. Exactly. Oh, that is like <laughs> Jesse's up Jesse's alley for sure. So Rainforest Cafe is offering an adult Christmas dinner, $26.00. And a kid's turkey dinner for $13. Wow. Yeah, and it's available on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And I just thought that was a really fun, different experience, right? It's not going to be like your typical restaurant, right? The kids can, like, venture out and feel like they're in a rainforest, right? So I thought that was really fun. And it's not super expensive, which is nice. But that's another place that, like, that's a Christmas you won't forget. Right. The Christmas you spend at Rainforest Cafe. Cafe. I love that. Okay, what's the last one? Last spot is going to be more of a upscaled restaurant, Morton's Steakhouse. Have you okay. heard of Morton's? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, Morton's Steakhouse. So it's also open on Christmas Eve from 4 to 10 o'clock if you're also looking for a Christmas Eve meal. But it's also open on Christmas Day as well. They're doing a three-course menu there for $75 per person. <gasps> and the menu is available also to go. So if you're looking to like pick up as well, this is a great option for you. The menu includes a winter salad, a Chateau Briard for two, a black truffle mashed cauliflower. Ooh. Yum. A cream spinach, a sour cream mashed potatoes, and a La Bite Noir. And then they also have their full a la carte menu will be available as well. So they have options for you at Morton's, which I mean, 
if you're not looking to go bowling and if you're not looking to go to a rainforest, <laughs> this might also be a good I option. Mean, I mean, I love a good steak steakhouse. If you want to get dressed up on Christmas Day, you know, maybe right. maybe you went to mass or maybe you went to celebrate whatever on Christmas Day. You're already dressed up and you want to go to a steakhouse. This like, is a great spot. I, mean, I for guess you. some people want to go someplace nice on Christmas. Right? I just want to go to IHOP and Rainforest Cafe. But this is genius because this is a nice place to go, but also they do takeout. So like if I were you, I would get the takeout items and put them all on like your own platters and pretend you cooked it. Oh, that's so smart. Right? Like put it out on the table, be like, oh yes, this is the winter salad that I have prepared. It took a lot of time. This is the other thing that I don't know how to pronounce. I really don't know what it is actually, but yes, I made that as well. And then you can just impress whoever you're with. Right. There's a lot of bougie French words in there that I'm like, right? ooh, a Chateaubriand. Oh, how yes, do we pronounce that? that? Sounds, that I don't know. Delicious. And also that's a lot of food for $75. So oh, yeah. you could probably get like, like you know, one meal and then be mm-hmm. like, here's, you know, serve it to three people. Exactly. Something that I wanted to bring up and mention when talking about these restaurants that are open is that. It's Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, and they're open, which means the people that are working there are not spending the day with their family. So tip well. (laughs) Tip well. Be kind. Be nice. Like, you know, they might be understaffed, but I always feel bad for the places that, like Black Friday, the people that work when it's open on Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for some people, it might be the only place that they can go, and that's, you know, that's something. But for some people, they want to be with their family, and instead, they're serving your family. Yeah. So it's just important to to be kind in the holiday season and tip your servers. <laughs> now, you may or may not have heard that there are a ton of pop-up bars open right now around the Houston area. And maybe you've heard of one or two of them, but we want to make sure you have all of the Christmas holiday fun-themed pop-up bars in your bucket list to check out because they're only here for a limited time. So we're going to go through what's available in Houston right now, the things you have to check out around the holiday season coming up next. And I'm sorry for, for what I said when I was hangry. Helping us live our best foodie lives. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. It's Jesse Watt and Danielle Dubois in the Christmas spirit today. We are ready to go buy you bar hopping, but we're doing it with a little twist today because we're talking about all the Christmas places around Houston that you have to check out because it's only here for a limited time. Like it's only here around Christmas time. So you have to like panic. Okay, like everyone run 911. You got to bar hop to all these places. You got to get the tickets for it. I feel like I've been on fire ever since December hit trying to go see all the light shows and go to the pop up bars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know that episode of SpongeBob? No. <laughs> no, wait, hold there. on. No, I don't know. You don't watch SpongeBob? <laughs> no, Jesse, I, I don't. Oh, you're 30 years old and you don't watch SpongeBob. <laughs> this is disgusting. For those of you listening, who watched SpongeBob? The episode where they go inside SpongeBob's brain, there's like a million little of him and everything's on fire and they're like pushing over file cabinets. That's what I felt like this December. Because this is my first December in Houston. Do you remember your first December in Houston? I do only because my job at the time was I sold wine for a liquor distributor. Uh-huh. And so what are the busiest times for people that sell wine during the holidays? And so I was miserable because I worked, well, I worked six days a week regardless, Mm -hmm. but during that time I was working seven days a week and like crazy hours, like restocking shelves and stuff. So I will never forget my first Christmas here. Oh my God. It was rough. It was was a rough time. You were like, when do people drink the most? I was like, pandemic. Uh. No, was that not the right answer? (laughs) No, the, the reason I'm stressed because this being my first holiday in Houston and I'm from Detroit is there are fun things to do in Detroit because 
winter, but it's also cold. So when you move to Houston and you see how many outdoor places you can go check out lights and pop-up bars, I'm like, we don't have this back home. And I want to see... All of them. Because isn't everything, like, covered in snow by this time in Detroit? Yes. Everything's covered in in snow, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it depends. Usually in December, it is already snowing by now. And there is, like, the zoo lights, but do you want to walk around the zoo when it's, you know, negative 10 degrees? No. No. I don't even know what negative 10 degrees feels like. It's freezing. I don't want to know, Jesse. I have no desire to know what negative 10 feels like. You're going to come home with me one time and then your lungs are going to hurt to breathe because it's going to be cold. And if you're from the Midwest, (laughs) we're going to the summer, you know, (laughs) (laughs) anyways, I'm really excited to check out all these places. One of them that Danielle, you were talking about earlier off the air was Whoville. And I'm learning something that I didn't know about Danielle, that you are like, I was going to say low key, but high key obsessed with the Grinch. High key. If anybody knows me, they know that the Grinch is my absolute favorite movie of all time, it I mean, it is it is so genius. The movie, Jim Carrey is flawless in it, and his one-liners are just <laughs> so good. It's this started in high school that I first had this obsession. It was right. my, my girlfriends and I, like we would just talk in the Grinch voice to each other. Yeah. For I mean, not just like during Christmas time. This was like all the time and it so just this is not just your favorite holiday movie no 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 no. this is my favorite all the time movie <laughs> i have grinch pants like sweatpants uh-huh. okay grinch shirt i mean when i say that i love the grinch it makes me so happy i have now all my little cousins they're loving the grinch now right. i'm like teaching them like all like the funny little lines and stuff if you really go and watch the movie it is so freaking funny well i was gonna ask you like which version because it feels like there was the jim carrey version yeah obviously but there's like eighteen thousand versions of the grinch there's like mini series tv shows none of that stuff so it's really because of jim carrey yeah that he just makes it so funny he was like a brilliant grinch and that is a movie the one-liners you forget that because i Personally, I only watch The Grinch around Christmas time. And it's streaming on Netflix, by the way. It's probably like the number one watched movie. But the song is good. The, the, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Yeah. But that's the movie that you watch it again and you, for, you forget the one-liners. Oh, yeah. Once you like go back and like really pay attention and like listen to the one-liners, you're like, oh, my gosh, that is hilarious. It's hysterical. Like, it's so funny. But I also just love the look of Whoville. Like even when I was a kid, I always wanted to like, escape into that world because it just looks so fun and everything's so decorated and Christmassy. Like, that's been a dream, I think, of everyone's. If you watch The Grinch, everyone wants to go to Whoville. And now we have the opportunity in Houston. I know, right? So when I saw this come up, I was like, there's a Whoville coming to Houston. Like, this is my this is my soul. Like, this, this is, is it. This is it for me. This was made for Danielle. I, mean, I know, right? I'm like, photo ops? Heck yes. There's an actual Grinch, okay? <laughs> actual Grinch that you can go take pictures with. I'm like, this is perfect, okay? This was created for you, it literally. It really was created for me. And I also love hot chocolate and, like, all the fun things that, like, revolve around Christmas. And right. so when you go to Whoville, it's off of Rust Street. okay. And you can get hot chocolate, all these like fun drinks and cocktails and stuff. And there are different rooms where you can take pictures in that are 
the Whoville type right settings, you know. And so you can like be, just be drinking spiked hot chocolate, walking around, taking a picture with the Grinch. And I mean, like, I don't know what's a better like date night or I mean, no, honestly, if a anything. guy is listening to this and wants to take me on a good date like that just sounds like a <laughs> magical evening. She's me. single, she's ready and she wants to go to Whoville. Exactly. Literally take me to Whoville and not I mean, just that's the way to my heart. Really, Christmas cocktails are the best of the themed cocktails. By They're far. just so easy to drink. I love them. The chocolatey and like the candy canes. Yeah. It's just well, minty we're, we're stuff. We're sweet drinkers. So we are. For us, like, and that's so easy to drink. Right. And if you're looking for this place, by the way, online, because there are really cool pictures of it. It's not spelled like Whoville. It's spelled like Houston. It's like H-O-U. Yeah. Which, which I, I think is amazing. Super clever. Whoever came up with that deserves a raise. Because that, if they did it, would have been such a missed opportunity. And I wouldn't have even thought about it. I know, right? It's punny. It's punny. Someone deserves a raise for that one. But, you know, I've seen the pictures online. I haven't actually gotten a chance to go. I think that'll be what I do this weekend. It looks so fun. And it looks like they have a little bakery in there as well. Like, if you look at the pictures, it'll say, like, Whoville Bakery. And when you go in, it looks like there's all these fun... I mean, the cakes look like they're straight out of Whoville. It's like slices. But they're just colorful and whimsical. And It's just a good time all around, right? I love it. So cool. And there's another bar... That popped up in Houston. It's called the Winter Wonderland HTX. And again, this is another place that you need to buy tickets beforehand. Whoville as well. So make sure you go online, buy Mm -hmm. your tickets and stuff. But again, it's another place that is like a winter wonderland of different rooms with different themes. With the Winter Wonderland HTX, there's a covered outdoors. Oh, nice. Where, you know, they have like the heat lamps as well. One of the cool pictures that I've seen that's come out of it is the Griswolds. You know, when the yeah. key goes to like plug in, plug in the and house. Yeah. Exactly. And like, and so you can take a picture of like the different plugs, like when you're about to plug it in. You oh know? my God, that's hysterical. And I love that. That's my second favorite movie, The Christmas Vacation. Yeah, because they're so funny. I love those Oh movies. my gosh. My dad and I, uh-huh. my dad knows every word to the movie. That's how I feel <laughs> about The Grinch. I think that honestly, the, like Christmas Vacations is probably my dad's favorite movie and The Grinch is my favorite movie but christmas vacations is a close close second it's a classic for sure it really is a classic does this place have food as well it does have food yes yes small menus on both yeah exactly yeah so some small foods i would recommend maybe go get dinner Mm -hmm. and then go there to get a you know cocktail take some fun pictures with some friends you know yeah absolutely yeah what i love about these pop-up bars is that no two are really the same. Like I went to that jingled up and they had so many cool photo ops and I've seen the pictures of Whoville, not even close. Winter Wonderland, not even close. The Miracle. Oh yeah, the Miracle pop-up. Not even close. Like they're all so different and they're such different experiences. They're so cool. Yeah. Okay, what's our third spot? Third spot is going to be completely different. Okay, let's pop up Premonition Whiskey Services is a new whiskey bar in oh, town. fancy. Does Tyler like whiskey? Uh, Helen doesn't really drink all that much, to be honest, but I do have some friends that like whiskey. Okay, this is a great new whiskey bar that, I mean, you really don't even have to like whiskey to go there because they have a ton of different cocktails and stuff like that but there this bar you walk in and they've done it so well mm-hmm. where the bar area is like really well lit it's so like the ambiance oh, yeah. in there is like really really nice i mean because they're showcasing the bottles right you know what i mean like when you walk in and you can really see the bottles it's really beautifully laid out it has like a, a nice cozy atmosphere to it yeah i really like the name of it it just sounds kind of fancy yeah, like right? i feel like i can picture it already and i've i haven't been at all but i can see it in my head right and i feel like 
whiskey is a, I mean, obviously you can drink whiskey at any time of year, but there's something about whiskey to me that's like this time of year, yeah. it's kind of like a warming drink to yeah. me. And so there's so many cocktails that you can make that are like hot with whiskey too. But this place is a great spot if you're looking for like an after dinner cocktail or if you're looking to like start the night. When I look at this place, I think about like just drinking martinis and eating oysters. They have oysters there. They offer, yeah, they they offer some food. So oysters is one of them. Their tuna tartare Mm -hmm. is so good. They also have a board called the (laughs) me up board. (laughs) No way. Yes, and on their menu, it's quoted as everything we got back there, board. <laughs> All right, so everything we it. got back there, plus four long shots of Woodford Reserve, which is a, it's oh, yeah. a great whiskey. Great whiskey. Yeah, so I thought that was really, really funny. So Dude. a great place to either start the night, in the night. It has bar top seating and then also like private tables yeah. and stuff as well. It's a great new place in Houston. That'd be a great place to explore whiskey. I always wanted to like try new whiskeys because I feel like I don't really know a whole lot of drinks that you can make with whiskeys in it. Like when I think of ordering a drink at the bar, I'm classic like rum, vodka, tequila. But I've always wanted to experiment a little bit more with whiskeys. So this is a bar that you can go sit at the bar top, talk to the bartender, yeah. tell him or her what you like, what what you like, what you don't like, walk through that experience with the bartender. I actually know the guy that owns this place. His name's Pete. Great guy. And he's the type of person that would really walk you through an experience and make sure that like you are enjoying your cocktail. Like yeah. They're going to make you something that you're actually going to right, enjoy. Right. You're getting a drink that you enjoy. Yeah. This is not a place where they're just going to like, they're just, you know, throwing out cocktails, Serving. right? Yeah. yeah. Like these are craft cocktails where they want to like actually craft it to your taste buds. They want to make sure your experience with it is Right, good. exactly. Yeah, and I really appreciate places like this. Now, while we're on the topic of cocktails, if you don't want to actually go out to the bars, we have a really fun holiday recipe for a cocktail that you can make right at home coming up next. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. What should you be sipping on this weekend? It's time for cocktails. If you need some help getting in the Christmas spirit today, we have a cocktail recipe that we would like for you to try that is going to make you holly, jolly, merry, rosy cheeks, big belly. Just kidding. (laughs) It's going to put you on a sugar high. Yeah, for real. Danielle, what's our cocktail of the week this week? We have a sugar cookie martini. I'm so excited about this, but I'm also nervous because martinis are very strong, right? Right. And, you know, it's funny because you hear martinis and you're like, uh, vodka, straight up, dirty. Like, no, there are all kinds of different martinis that you can have in your life. I think the last time we went out, you got like a really cute pink martini. Oh, yeah. So I've only ever had one martini in my life. And it was when I went out with Sarah Pepper and I remember you telling me this and she got the martini and I was like, sure. And I didn't like it. So, but sugar cookies, I love. So I'm excited to combine what's in this one. So first and foremost, there's so many different martinis. One of my favorites is a lemon drop martini and it Mm. tastes like lemonade. I'm a huge lemonade fan. Love that. So, and I love like a a espresso martini. Yum. Oh, okay. Chocolate martini. Yum. See, this is what, why don't we go out and get martinis? Sarah's setting me up for failure over here. Oh, no, sis. No, She's like dirty like Christina Aguilera. And I'm like, it's salty. No, we need something sweet. So when I saw the sugar cookie martini, I was like, ugh. Jesse and I would love this. So I'm so excited. The ingredients are really simple. All you need is half a cup of whole milk, one fourth a cup of Bailey's, which yum. Dude, I already love this. Two ounces of vanilla vodka, two ounces of amaretto, and then some ice. 
Wait, this sounds amazing. I love Bailey's. So, so good. And so you're just going to mix that all together, shake it up. Yeah. There you go. And if you want to bedazzle it, okay, if you want to bedazzle <laughs> the martini spice. glass, you can picture the martini glass, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for the rim, just put some vanilla frosting around the rim, okay, and then put some little sprinkles and then maybe some cookie dough. Danielle. Say less. You have me so excited right now. I feel like I'm on a sugar high and I haven't even tried it. So fun and so, so easy. Right off the bat, when you said milk and Bailey's, you knew it wasn't going to be like, okay, this is a strong, hard to drink. Like it sounds just yummy. Like I'd have four of them. I know, right? I love anything that's like cookie or cake batter or anything like that. So I'm like, oh, cookies with vodka. And yes, just say, yeah, that's perfect. Say less. Say less. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, now before we get into Danielle's DMs, we want to remind you guys that our DMs are always open for suggestions, for questions, for cocktail recipes. Even if you go to a place that we have talked about on the show and you want to tell us about your experience or send us a picture of the food, we love that kind of stuff. Danielle's Instagram is at Houstonian. If you don't follow her already, she posts the most amazing recommendations. And what I love about Danielle's page is that All the recommendations come from Danielle. I think sometimes when you go on influencers page, you never know like, oh, does she actually like it or is she getting paid for it? Everything Danielle does comes from her heart and it's all truthful. Like she really does not give a recommendation unless you truly believe it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, my reputation is on the line. You know, when somebody goes to a restaurant and they don't like it, they're going to be like, oh, Hangry Estonian was lying to me about this. So I'm not about to do that. Right. No, she is. I mean, if you're going to follow any influencer, Danielle at Hangry Estonian is definitely the one to follow because you know that she's recommending it because she had a good experience. The food was good. And it's a place that you actually want to check out. And so if you follow her on her Instagram page, make sure that you're also subscribed to the podcast on radio.com. We can also wake you up on Saturday mornings, by the way, if you're listening to the podcast and you don't know, Danielle and I are also on CBS Sports Radio 650. And all you have to do is talk to a smart device, Alexa, Google Home, and say, turn on CBS Sports Radio 650 on radio.com. And then, of course, check up on the podcast, share it on your social media sites, and tag your friends in the places that you want to go that we talk about. Tell your people. Right? Danielle has this little, like, highlight. Is it a reel? Yeah, it's a highlight reel. Highlight reel? Yeah. Yeah. Highlight section? I don't know what it's called. On her Instagram page that says podcast. So you can literally, and this is what I do, by the way, every time, because I forget sometimes all the places we've talked about because we've gone through so many. Whenever I need to pick a restaurant, I start scrolling through your your podcast highlight reel, and then I click on all the restaurants because then it takes me right to their page. And I'm like, what does your menu look like? Exactly. And it's all the places that we've talked about since week one. It's never been easier. And I've never run out of restaurants since, by the way. <laughs> I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Time to slide into Danielle's DMs. Okay, Danielle, what's been popping in your DMs this week? Oh my gosh, did you hear about Rodeo? Dude! Let's get ready to Rodeo. I'm so excited about this. Bring- I didn't actually get to go to Rodeo last year. Bring on the Cowboys. <laughs> Danielle's like, I'm like, wait, what is it called when girls... Buckle bunny. Buckle bunny. Something with a bunny. I am am admittedly, well, no, I retired, but I was a buckle bunny. I was. I, like, legit dated some of the cowboys, like, that rode in rodeo. Danielle. Yeah. I yeah. can't. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait. Can like you, the first I just, four years. I just learned what a buckle bunny is. Can you just explain it again? So a buckle bunny is... <laughs> <laughs> I can't. 
is somebody that like is really into the actual rodeo cowboys that they like right yeah so when they see like the buckle they're like attracted to the guys that actually ride in the i love rodeo. that yeah so i was for sure a buckle bunny for the first like i don't know four ish years dude i might be i don't even know Probably you're not. <laughs> I know I you. Like, yeah. Probably not. I was like, I don't know if Tyler even owns a cowboy hat. Maybe he does. No, he does. <laughs> the most cowboy he gets is a flannel. <laughs> it's like, I'm Texas. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even really into the whole country thing until I fell in love with a cowboy. And then I was, it was all downhill from there. But, it's all been downhill. Um, I retired that lifestyle. And yeah, but it was so much fun. And I'm so excited that Rodeo Houston is coming back for 2021. We actually... Got to talk to Chris Bowman, who is the new president of Rodeo on the morning show. So if you actually go on the Mix965Houston.com, you can listen to the whole podcast because all of this is so exciting and they're ready to have this party like full steam ahead. But everything is pending the COVID status. Of course. Like there is the possibility that we are not going to be able to Rodeo, which is why we have to mask up, be optimistic, be safe, wash our hands, social distance. I hope the vaccine is like readily available by then as well. I know. I think that if we all work together, we'll be able to rodeo and feel safe. I'm just really excited about it. So we were talking earlier, like, we just want to make sure that when we get to May, that we end up thanking our past selves, that we're like, thank you, December, Jesse and Danielle, for wearing your mask. So that way we don't get to May and you're like, man, I wish I would have tried harder or done a little bit more. So remember, this is exciting, but it's all pending COVID. The thing that we're most excited about I know this is going to shock you, but it's not the concerts and it's not the rodeo and it's not the games. It's the food. It's the corn dogs for it's me. It's the corn dogs. That's the corn dogs you for me. You can't get a corn dog, <laughs> like a, a fair corn dog, at any other time of the year. I, okay, so I know, th- you might not know this because it's like an LSU okay. thing, but people say that like LSU fans smell like corn dogs or whatever. I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I don't care if I smell like a corn dog, which obviously is a Why joke, right? Like we don't actually smell like corn dogs just because they're offered at LSU games. They I, are? Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I love a corn dog. Oh my love God, that's hysterical. a corn dog. Okay. So like you think I smell like a corn dog? Whatever. Because corn dogs are dang good. So that is so funny. Yes. I've never heard that before. Uh, the right? corn dogs. I actually got to do, hopefully Danielle will both get to do it this year, the Gold Buckle Foodie Awards. That looked so much fun. Oh my gosh, it's it like my dream day. traumatizing. And everyone's like, prepare yourself. And I'm like, oh no, it's going to be a great day. It is disgusting. I downed a whole bottle of Tums after. It was the best day of my life. But the fried cookie dough was insane. And I'm so excited for it to make a comeback this year. And hopefully we'll get to do the Gold Buckle Foodie Awards because best day of my life. It'll be the best day of all of our lives because they have such, such good food. Like, you really have to, when you go to rodeo, you have to make the rounds and do the laps because there's so many different sections of food. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is like a multi-day task. You have to, like, be prepared and organized. You're like, do I want, like, the Frito pies today? Do I want the corn dogs? Do I want the fried butter? Like, what do I want today? What am I feeling? What's my mood board? What's my mood board? (laughs) I love that. It's like, plan not to eat a lunch or dinner. Just, like, walk in rodeo get a corn dog, walk out. Yeah, Fine. I didn't have any rodeo food this past year. So oh, I'm like, depressing. next year it is game on. Is on, is on. All right, Danielle, we have a couple minutes left, which means we have to get into the addresses of all the places that we talked about today. Uh, we talked about a lot of pop-up bars, places that are open on Christmas, and we know that these are places that y'all need. So open up the notes section on your phone, get a pen and paper, whatever you got to do. Here are the places we talked about today. 
So our first two places are side by side. It's going to be Camaretta at 1830 Westheimer and then Paulie's at Camaretta at 1834 Westheimer. Okay. Third spot was Crew at 2800 Kirby. Now, the next thing we talked about on the show was places that are open for Christmas. So maybe you're not traveling or going to be able to spend it with your family and you don't want to cook. Here's where you can go that's open. Pinstripes at 3300 Kirby Drive. Then we're going to go out to Rainforest Cafe at 5000 Katie Mills. I love that. I'm so excited about it. <laughs> Rainforest Cafe. And then we have our steakhouse option, Morton's, at 5000 Westheimer. Perfect. And then we went Bayou Bar Hopping. We went to Whoville Holiday Water. <laughs> At 511 Rusk Street. And y'all, seriously, Whoville with the Grinch, I mean, we've got to experience this during Christmas time because We're we going. need some extra jolly cheer in our life. Second spot was the Winter Wonderland HTX at 3033 Fannin Street. And then our third spot was the Premonition Whiskey Services New Bar in the Heights at 2920 White Oak. Now, remember for those Christmas pop-up bars, you do have to buy tickets online and reserve like a time. So just don't forget. All right, guys, that's all we have for this week. We will be back next week with more date night recommendations and fun things to do around Houston. In the meantime, make sure you follow Danielle on Instagram at Hangry Houstonian and myself at JessieWatt965. We want to give a big thank you to our executive producers, Chase Murphy and Sarah Frazier. Thank y'all so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Cheers, guys. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry with Jesse Watt and Danielle Dubois. Miss anything on today's show? You can always check out the podcast on the Radio.com app. Download the app and favorite CBS Sports Radio 650.